Hello, everyone. I welcome you to The Butterfly Effect, a mental health podcast to help you navigate through adversity and begin your transformative journey to healing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. From anxiety to domestic violence, this podcast will discuss a wide range of mental health topics, hearing real people discuss their raw experiences. Because this podcast touches on sensitive topics, listener discretion is advised, and the information that is provided is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. If you are experiencing any mental health symptoms while listening, I encourage you to contact somebody that you trust or a mental health provider in your community. So, without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect podcast. My name is Queen Shimoniak, and I welcome you to another Metamorphosis Monday. Good morning, guys. How are you? I hope you guys are just ready to tackle this week because I am so ready. I am so pumped, and I'm so happy to be back and just chatting with all of you guys because I know it's been a minute, but this morning I wanted to talk about that, but I wanted to talk about the importance of of alone time and just creating space and time for yourself. So I have been a little MIA and I am completely aware of that. And it's just because I needed to take time for myself. I had planned to do something for myself and then I experienced something where I had to forcefully take time to be alone. So I want to talk about that this morning. So let's talk about the first one, me actually planning some alone time. So the beginning of 2021 was kind of weird for me, mainly because that transition from one year to the next, of course, like in my opinion, I like to just go in with so much confidence and so much passion. And I, I just feel like I need to be completely focused and motivated. And unfortunately, I hit like a complete like plateau of just like my emotions. I felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be and it was bothering me so much and it ended up being where I was putting in so much effort and hard work and not really putting much of quality hard work and not only was it showing in my um like at work it was showing in my personal life it was just showing in how I was treating myself as far as like my mental health and I had to create some boundaries for myself and and for the people in my life because I was like, listen, my social battery is depleted. It's non-existent. And I just need time for myself. I need to refocus. I need to recenter. And I cannot put myself in this space where I am pressuring myself to make so many changes right away when it's a process. And I talk about how change is necessary, but also being patient with yourself. And that's something that I am currently and always trying to learn how to do even better because I used to be extremely, extremely impatient and I felt like I need to heal in one day. And the older that I have gotten, the more that I have been a little bit more compassionate towards myself. And if I need a break, I need a break. So I, after my episode with Conrad, I basically told my friends like, hey, I'm going to take a mental health week 
I just need to clean my house and do my laundry and come home and just sit in silence, read a book, and that's all I need. But after that week of, you know, pouring into myself, I felt very confident. I felt much more motivated than I did before. And I just wanted to go into making content. I just felt super creative. And I love it when I have those like creative bursts because I feel like when I talk to you guys, it's genuine. Like I would never come on here and do an episode and not be all in mentally. I would never produce something that's half-assed. I'm just not that type of person. And this is a mental health podcast. Like why would I come on here and talk about mental health if I myself am not taking care of my mental health in return? So took that week, felt great. But then the week of Valentine's Day, like that's Sunday night, unfortunately, we had received some news that, um, well, prior to that, prior to Valentine's Day, I received news that my uncle died. And my uncle meant the absolute world to me. He was somebody that I cared about very much and someone that was a very important figure in my life. He was the man that actually bought me my first microphone to start my podcast. He believed in my dreams and to find out that he had passed away was very heartbreaking to me. And I truly had to take that week off for myself because not only did I need time to cope, but I also wanted to help my mom cope and be there for her and help her you know, navigate through, you know, doing the funeral preparations and just being there for her wholeheartedly. And it, that took me for a loop and it just made me feel a lot of heavy energy. So when Valentine's Day came around, you know, I was home, I just decided like, you know, I called my mom and talked to her for a while, poured a lot of love into her. And then I poured a lot of love into myself, you know, I did my little face mask, I watched, um, new girl. It was just a whole vibe. And then that night I had gotten word from, you know, the little, my friends and the weather app and my boss that there's going to be a huge winter storm that was coming to Texas. And if you've never been to Texas, let me just break down for you how the weather is like here. It is either hot, hotter, or hell. <laughs> it's just always hot here. We live in summer 24-7. And yes, we do get colder months. But let me tell you, Texans do not enjoy cold weather. We just don't. We're not built for it. Um, and I'm sure some of you up north are just laughing because we cannot handle snow. And unfortunately, our state does not even have regulations to know what to do in moments where there's going to be a winter storm. And I feel like there's also this mindset in Texans that, oh, it says it's going to snow, but maybe it's not. Well, the weather was like, you know what? We're going to make it snow and we're going to just turn off your power and make things hell for you. And that's exactly what happened here in Texas. The Everything was covered in snow. There's no salt on the roads and the power was going out every 45 minutes. Um, it was the worst experience, but I'm very grateful because I know that there are a lot of people that I do know that went through the absolute worst because they were without power for three days or f like two to three, 
four days. And unfortunately, you know, people did die. We had that huge crash that happened in Fort Worth where there was just a hundred car accident and there was just a lot going on. And at work, they kept telling us, okay, like, you know what, the roads aren't safe. Like y'all just stay home. And I ended up not going to work the whole week. But as much as I was like, okay, I don't have to go to work. I can just focus on my podcast. I had no power guys at all. It was super cold. I was watching movies and YouTube videos from my phone with the very amount of data that I had or that I could obtain because the power was just terrible and the service was terrible. So I was basically home for a whole week, just sitting at home and trying to read, trying to cook when the power came on, trying to stay warm. It was a whole ordeal. And I know, I'm very blessed that I did get power for at least maybe 10, 15 to maybe even an hour long. But a majority of the time, it was every 45 minutes, power was out. Like, And it would stay off and then the power would come on for like 10 minutes, which really isn't enough to like cook dinner. Um, And then it would shut off for like another 45 or two hours. For me, it was hell. But I know for a lot of people in the Dallas area and just in Texas in general, they were experiencing the worst. And I also just had a huge amount of anxiety because my parents were driving from Florida from the funeral back to Texas. And I was worried the whole time and just being at home and being forced to have alone time, it's like, okay, now we're back in that whole quarantine situation. Actually, people were starting to call this winter storm Snowvid, (laughs) which is very much appropriate because it really did feel like quarantine just with it snowing outside and it being like seven degrees. But what... I learned throughout the time where I did purposely take time out for myself and this moment where life was doing its thing and challenges were being placed in front of all of us, especially me, is that when it comes to your own mental health, when it comes to a lot of different challenges and things that you go through, the most important thing is that you do need to set boundaries with people and have your alone time. And I feel as though when it comes to alone time or being alone, like when you tell your friends, I just need to be alone. And then they're like, no, like you need people. You're going to harm yourself. You're just going to fall into a field of just your emotions. It's like sometimes you do need that space for yourself because you need to understand where you are mentally You need to understand what you need to target and what needs to be rebalanced. What are some things that you need to change? What are some things that you would like to think about changing or evolving? What are some things that are truly bothering you? Having just a moment to understand what has triggered this moment of you feeling inadequate. Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling upset? Because once you sit down with yourself and you have that little meeting with yourself and you just pour into yourself however it is that you feel like makes you feel the most at safe and at home, then you'll be able to feel a little bit more motivated and confident to go back out into the world and do what you need to do. And then, you know, kind of open up yourself again, you know, by letting some friends in, you tell them what's been going on, or, you know, you perform better at work, or you're 
doing little things outside of your personal, like your professional life to pour into yourself personally. And I just think that from both of those times is something that it taught me is that to not take myself for granted, to not take my time for myself for granted at all, because it's great to hang out with your friends and your family and to go to work, to feel motivated, to get things done. But you don't want to stay in a cycle of feeling stagnant with you, feeling stagnant with how you're taking care of yourself. And taking your care of yourself can be in different ways. It could be in cooking. It could be in going grocery shopping. It could be for playing video games. It could be anything that helps you feel a healthy level of escape or help you feel as though you are doing something intentionally for yourself and you are proud of what you're doing. Because I feel like the older we get, I feel as though we kind of feel guilty sometimes for indulging in buying something for ourselves or doing something specifically for us and it's not for another person. And selflessness is one thing, but I feel like a lot of people take this idea of being quote unquote selfish as a bad thing. I do not think that being selfish is a bad thing. I feel like if you're being selfish for the wrong intentions, then of course it would be bad. But if you're being selfish, meaning you're just taking time for you, knowing that that's exactly what you need, then don't be afraid to do that. And going into this week and for the rest of February, really think about ways that you can add your personal quote unquote me time time where you can relax and a time where you can pour into yourself and you don't need to yeah like you don't need to do things to make you feel more knowledgeable or to make you feel like you're being productive it's i feel like doing things for yourself is a different level of productivity that has to do with you feeling good and you feeling that sense of comfort. It's literally like you're giving yourself a hug and you're giving yourself permission to feel safe and to give yourself safety. Because whether you are in a relationship, whether you have a lot of friends, you're a big social person, or maybe some of you out there are in the social scene, you're celebrities, you're singers, like you constantly have eyes on you. Don't be afraid to take a moment to pause to breathe, to refocus, to find new ways that you want to be motivated, but do it naturally. Do what feel, what you feel called to do. I was talking to a friend of mine and I told her, I said, you need to act on your healthy impulses. And she's like, what? No, queen, I'm so impulsive. And what I mean by healthy impulses is that if you are you know, getting off work and you're driving home and you just feel like going to buy yourself some pasta from your favorite restaurant, go buy yourself some pasta. Or if you are just like at the store and you know, you see something that's like $5 that you just, that makes your heart just, oh my God, I really want that. And it's not like, you know, you're trying to overly spend money, just see something that you genuinely like, buy that one thing. Or if you feel that impulse to like go to a park and just swing for 30 minutes or an hour, go do that. Those are healthy impulses because you're doing things for yourself that have to do with balancing yourself and making you feel like you are being attentive to you. And then when you are ready to talk to other people about what's been going on in your life and 
how you've been feeling, then you will have that moment to do that. But this week, really focus on yourself. Really focus on not necessarily like your your exact mental health journey. Just focus on who you are right now in the present moment. What is something that you need right now that would help you feel loved, cared for, secure, safe, and appreciated? All right, everyone, that is the end of this week's episode. I hope all of you guys enjoyed it. I am super glad to be back. I don't think you understand how excited I am to just produce lots of awesome content for all of you. If you'd love to keep up with me and just know of any updates that do come up pertaining to the podcast, you can follow me on my Instagram, which is at the butterfly effect podcast underscore and if you would love to be a guest or you have any questions or concerns you can always email me at the butterfly effect pdct at gmail.com also guys i do have a cash app so if you would love to make a small donation to contribute to future episodes that would be greatly appreciated i love you all very much and i'll see you on the next episode